Hi guys and welcome back to Midday Maj with Livy. Clearly I am fucking living. Hello ladies and gentlemen. How was your week? Uh, just answer. Even though I can't respond, just answer. I just want to know, okay? I want you guys to know that I give a fuck about you. So let's just get into my week because it's all about me, apparently. Um, my week, okay, we're going to go back to two weeks ago because with the episode with Maisie, I didn't give you guys a week intro. So remember when I told you guys that I got tested for COVID and it came back negative and my sister had COVID and I was so happy I didn't have COVID? Well, on January 25th, I got an email from the place where I got my test and they were like, your test results are ready. And I was like, what? I got tested on the 16th and got my results back on the 17th. Like, what is this? And I FaceTimed my sister. I'm like, what, what is this? I'm getting nervous. Why is it telling me I have test results? And she's like, well, just open it. And I was like, okay. So I opened them and they are positive test results. And in that moment, I was like, what the fuck do you... So why am I getting a positive test result? I was like, let me call the place. I call them. I'm like, hi, I received a positive test result after already receiving a negative test result. And they were like, let me check on your account here. It says that you're positive. And I was like, well, let's check on that because that should not be right because I got a negative test result. And she was like, oh, I do see the negative test result. She goes, we did not mean to send you a negative test result. We meant to send you that your test had been received in the lab. I go, I go, what, what the fuck do you mean? Did you, what, what, what the fuck do you mean? I have had COVID this whole time. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, I, what do you do? Like, I didn't properly quarantine. Luckily, like by the time that I received um, that email, my quarantine was done. And the time that I was supposed to be quarantining, I did, but I didn't, I went to Jewel a lot, Jewel Osco, the grocery store. So I'm feeling pretty guilty about that. Not feeling great, but I had a negative test result, which I could have done way more things, but like I had a negative test result. I was like, I'm fucking fine. She was like, that's such a, like on our end, it's so terrible on our end. I'm like, yeah, no duh, no duh. It's terrible on your end. I'm over here thinking that I don't have fucking COVID. So that was weird because I was like, what the, I actually had it. Okay, other than me actually having COVID and not properly quarantining and going to Jewel Osco all the time, I I didn't infect anybody. Like, I didn't have anyone in my apartment or anything like that, so I didn't infect anybody like that. But definitely did go to the grocery store a lot. And that's not great, and I'm not proud of that. And I thought I didn't have COVID, so fucking kill me. I don't know what you want me to say. And I also announced on February 1st of this week, Monday, that I am launching my bad bitch masterclass on my YouTube channel. And if you're like, bitch, what the fuck is a bad bitch masterclass? Okay, do you guys know what a masterclass is where someone like teaches you a bunch of shit? So basically I was like, okay, there's so many for cooking, like writing, all these other things. I was like, but no one ever teaches us how to be a bad bitch. And I was like, no one ever taught me self-love, self-confidence. They just told me like, love yourself, love yourself. Like, what the fuck does that mean? You know, like, how do I do that? I have no idea. So I broke down every single thing that I've learned on confidence, self-love, everything. And I put it into one masterclass of five episodes and one season, season one of the bad bitch masterclass. You guys are like, fucking relax, bitch. Um, yeah, I'm so excited to 
drop that. It launches on Valentine's Day. So subscribe, turn on post notifications before Valentine's Day. So you're alerted on Valentine's Day when I drop this bitch. And I promise you, it is going to be very informative. I've taken like I did so much writing for this masterclass and like so much deep diving. I had to do a personal reflection on a lot of stuff and like how do I have this confidence? How am I the way I am? And I also talk about things that like I would have wanted to hear when I was going through rough and challenging times in my life. So like I have a whole episode on that too, but I'm not going to give you any more spoilers because you're going to have to watch the Bad Bitch Masterclass to listen to get all the good juicy details that you want me to give you. Okay. It's a guide to confidence, but Bad Bitch Masterclass just kind of like sounded better. Um, I also deleted Hinge. I mean, it's not that serious to me. I never really met anybody off of it. <laughs> me literally catching me in a lie. I met one person, but like we didn't go on like a normal date. It wasn't like that. I deleted Hinge because I was like, I don't really like this app and I don't really like any of the dating apps. I'm like, they're just like, I only go on there when I'm bored and it's not fair to the people on there who are actually like looking for something. I mean, I'm just not their girl. You know what I mean? I just get extremely annoyed with Hinge. Everyone in Chicago Hinge is like extremely average and just like the same financial analysis that I don't want to date. And I'm like, I'm not gonna go and see you. So this is what inspired this week's episode in a way. I like to do this thing on Instagram where I ask questions. I'm like, tell me your worst date. And the amount of responses I have gotten were absolutely fucking insane. Okay. I have had I'll tell you guys about my worst dates. I'm going to get into like my worst dates. I don't date much. Like I really don't date much at all. Um, the thought of going on a first date with someone I've never met doesn't really seem fun to me. Like it gives me a lot of anxiety to think that I'm going to have to meet someone off an app. And you guys are like, well, why don't you actually meet someone off an app instead of the guys that you've been meeting? Because you've been going through a fuck ton of trauma. I know, right? I probably should. Anyways, but like it just makes me like so uncomfortable. Like I don't really like that. And I don't. One thing about me is I really don't date much. I don't really, um, I get bored easily. And if you're not like catching my interest right away, I'm just such a picky bitch. Like it's just, I'm like, fuck this. I'm like the right person will come when the right person will come, which is like not a way to live your life whatsoever if you wanna actively date. But for me, I'm like, these motherfuckers just annoy me so goddamn much that like the right person will come when the right person will come. Because like I can't sit on hinge and then ask me about my favorite color five fucking times like and respond to every, like I just can't. I just personally cannot. And meeting up with them, I'm like, I know I'm personally never gonna do it, so. I was like, let me get off this app. And so I, well, then you're like, bitch, how do you date? I mostly meet the guys that I date through Instagram DMs. Hold on, it's different because after the DMs, we usually call, text, FaceTime. We do that whole thing. Like it just feels a lot more organic to me in some sort of way. I don't know why. I mean, it's kind of like the same thing as a dating app, but like the guys that I usually meet are the ones in my DMs and even then, I'm very picky. I'm like, what the fuck? Like I get a little bit more. I get a little bit, I get to see a little bit more of their life. When they Instagram DM, your dating profile is just a highlight of your life, obviously. Like, so it's Instagram. But then I can like slide to tag photos of you. Like, who are you following? What's your vibe? Like, I really, I don't know why Instagram DMs just works better for me, but it just does. And 
But when I'm going with, when I'm busy with work, I'm not going on dates. It literally seems like actual hell. And if you live in Chicago or anywhere in the cold where it's outdoor dining right now, you got me fucked up if you think I'm going to sit in seven degree weather outside with hats and gloves on trying to get to know somebody. It's just not going to happen for me. It's truly not. I'm not doing it. I don't care. I'm, I don't want to date that bad. Like, it's just not for me. And if it's for you, go off, queen. Like, I fully fucking support it. But for me, no. So getting back to what this week's episode is, I'm going to tell you guys about my worst dates. And then I'm going to tell you guys about everybody that submitted to me on Instagram their worst dates. And I'm going to give you, like, my reaction and, like, how I genuinely would have handled that experience of the dates that these people have been on because some of their things are like holy fucking shit like I genuinely couldn't believe it and I was like how would I have reacted in this situation because as we know I don't really hold anything back and I'm just like a very blunt ass bitch so I wanted to see like I'm gonna read them to you and we're gonna just like deep dive on them together okay but now that you know my dating style let's get into my worst dates I genuinely haven't been on a lot of dates um men just don't respect me I guess no, but I just guess I haven't. So one that comes to mind is, oh my God, I didn't want to talk about this um, anymore because it was a time of my life that you guys loved, but I hated. And it is my sugar baby phase. I'm literally disgusted saying that, but I'm a retired sugar baby and <laughs> I'm insane. But if you guys haven't heard, I'm sure you have because it's my most listened to episode by an insane amount. Um, is Sugar Daddy Issues? I think it's Sugar Daddy Issues. Yeah, Sugar Daddy Issues. I go into the time that I decided to be a sugar baby because I was like, fuck man, like I'm gonna be a sugar baby, whatever. One of my dates being a sugar baby was, um, we went to a really nice restaurant in Chicago and I've actually been on two sugar baby dates there, but the other one was so different. And if you guys listen to that episode, I would get paid just to sit at dinner with these guys and I wouldn't do anything. And I've retired that for years now, but in the moment, like, yo, I was making like 200 a lunch just for like eating lunch with them. It was really nice. Actually looking back, I'm like, mm, that wasn't the worst thing in the world. Um, Anyways, I get to the restaurant. I'm nervous. Everyone's like, don't bring your Louis Vuitton bag, bitch. You're, you need to look poor. I was like, poor? Like, what is this? Every, and by everyone, I mean, like, my friends. They were like, you gotta look. Like, we didn't know what we were doing. Anyways, I sit down. First thing this motherfucker does is take my palm and reads it. And he's like, I see you've been through two really bad heartbreaks. I'm like, bro, chill. What the fuck? This is a first date. And he's like, and you have another one coming. And I was like, yo, oh my God. What do you mean? He's like, you're gonna have three really bad heartbreaks in your life. And I was like, well, I've already, so I've already had two of those. I just get to look forward to the next one. What the fuck is this? Um, and I was like, well, nice to meet you. I'm Livy, whatever. And then he went on to talk about himself and everything that he does. And if there's one thing about me, I do not really understand or give a fuck about like really high up positions. Like when they say they're, when they do like private equity or whatever it is, I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, I don't know what it is. Like I understand a lawyer and a doctor, but those more specific terms, like a hedge fund. I'm like, what is a fucking hedge fund? Like, I don't care. Like no part of me really cares. And it doesn't really understand. And I don't want to be taught about it. Cause if I cared, I would probably look it up. 
But yeah, those like financial things and I didn't go to like I didn't go to fucking college because I wanted to be a creative. Like I really only get along with athletes and creatives. God, that sounds terrible. No, but like those are the only people I really get. I don't get along with businessmen. We just don't get along. So this man's telling me all about himself, how much money he made. I'm also like not that impressed because the amount of money he made, I'm like, okay, um, cool. Like, what do you want me to do? I didn't think it was like, it wasn't billions. He wasn't rolling in billions. I was like, okay, cool, whatever. And then he was like, you can Google me if you want. I was like, probably won't probably won't do that. I probably will not Google you because I don't give a fuck. But at the time I'm like trying to be a sugar baby. I'm like, oh man, so cool. Like that's so cool. Like I really love that. So cool for you. And he was just overall gross looking, like just looked very gross. And I'm not calling him ugly. I'm calling him gross. There's a big difference. Like he wasn't ugly. He just looked very gross. You guys are like, bitch, you're fucking rude and insane. He was just gross looking. I was like, like I can't. And then just the fact that I was on a sugar baby date made me feel very disgusting. I was like this, he was like telling me, he was like talking all about his old sugar babies. And I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Like I was doing this to recover from a breakup and this is just making me actually like suicidal to this point, like I gotta go. And so like that was my sugar baby date. Um, and I think I deserved millions for sitting next to that guy just listening to him fucking talk. My next date, <laughs> I've mentioned this story before, and I talked about him before, and this isn't like a worst date, this is a more like a what the fuck kind of moment, like, wait, what? I met this guy in the club, which is weird, because my number one saying is, you'll never meet your husband in the club, so like, don't talk to these losers. Anyways, whatever, he was really tall, he was 6'9", and it just like caught my attention for some reason. And I like was at the club. He like came up to me. We were in VIP. He came up to me. We were at a fucking electric hotel. And he came up to me and he was like, let me get you a drink. And I was like, mm, no. And he was like, okay, why? And I was like, well, I'm with my friend. I don't really want to be like bothered tonight. He was like, let me get you both drinks. And she was like, okay. And I was like, fuck. And so I like had my eye on him all night. I was still like, mm, whatever, but I'm like, mm, I don't really want to talk to you. And then he slides his phone over with the contact information open and goes, give me your number. And I look at him and I laughed. And I was like, ah, what the fuck is this? And he was like, oh my God. I was like, why are you doing this? And he was like, I wanted to take you to dinner. I go, right now, it's four in the morning. He was like, okay, no, I meant eventually. And I was like, listen, I'm hard to impress and I don't really know if I want to. He was like, I did I come off wrong? I'm like, no, I'm just sorry. I'm just like a bitch. Like, my bad. I'm just a fucking raging cunt in the corner. Um, And I was like, oh, okay. Mm, and I could see on his face that he was clearly like a little bit distraught. He was like, what is her issue? And I was like, oh my God, it's my trauma. Like, I'm so sorry. I didn't say that, but in my head, I was like, bitch, literally just be a little bit nicer. And I was like, okay. I was like, I'm hard to impress. Like I was, I'm still going to stand by that one. Like I am fucking hard to impress. And he was like, well, let me give it a try. Like, I'd really like to have your number. And I was like, okay. He was very nice and respectful. And I was just a bitch, but like, what's new? Whatever. 
I get a text from him the next day and he's like, what are you doing tonight? And I was like, oh my God, who is this? I was a little bit tipsy when I met him. And I was like, oh, this is tall guy. Like, this is the tall guy. I call him 6'9 when I talk about him with my friends. And I'm like, okay. He's like, what are you doing tonight? And I was like, oh, nothing. And he was like, okay, we'll be ready at 7. And I was like, oh, where are we going? What are we doing? He's like, I'm not telling you because I have to impress you. You told me I have to impress you. I was like, damn, that was kind of cute. Like, that's kind of, that was hot to me. I was like, that's fucking hot. And then whatever, we meet and he's like, okay, we're going to this pumpkin patch. One thing about me, I love pumpkin patches and it would drive me insane that my exes would never take me to pumpkin patches. I don't know, it would just drive me fucking nuts. I was like, I just wanna go to a pumpkin patch. Like I love fall. So for him to take me to a pumpkin patch, I was like, he might get his dick sucked tonight. I'm kidding, I didn't ever suck his dick. But like in my head, I was like, damn, he didn't even know me and know, like take me to a pumpkin patch. I was like, that's my vibes. Whatever, we're at this pumpkin patch. We're having a really good time. Like an amazing time. You guys are like, Libby, this is worst date stories and you're bragging about how great of a time you're having. Just fucking wait. Um, having such a good time. We sit to have a conversation and talk even more. We're drinking and we're just genuinely, like I can't stress you enough. I was like, wow, our connection is great. We're ha like, this is like the best first date I've been on. And he looks at me and he's like, yeah, I hit a big milestone this year. And I was like, well, same, I had just turned 20. And I was like, well, same, like you go first. Like, what is your big milestone? He's like, I hit the big 4-0. I go, wait 40 you turned 40 and he goes yes he was like and then just kept talking about it and from the i was paralyzed i was like 40 he's 40 i am 20 years old he has a 20 year age difference on he's double my fucking age i was like 40 for 40 you said 40 okay so now i'm like oh my god i'm like kind of hanging out with a really old man like now i'm like a little bit uncomfortable well no my whole night was changed forever because i was like this man is 40 years old and i'm 20 years old and i actually like the guy like what do you do what the fuck do you do so in that moment i just enjoyed the rest of my night and yeah, we did have some history after that. You guys are like, bitch, you dated a 40 year old. It was for a quick minute, but like nothing serious. And yeah, it's really surprising to me. It's not that surprising to me. I like older men. So it kind of makes sense that I attracted someone older. I just feel like older men have it together a little bit better, but like at the same time, they're all still fucking idiots. Let's get into your guys's worst dates that I'm going to talk about. He brought me to a Jewish temple. Neither of us are Jewish. If I was on a date and he was like, I got a really cool spot I want to take you to. And it was a Jewish temple. Even if he was Jewish, I'm like, I don't want to go to a Jewish temple with you. That's not a fun date idea for me. So why are we going to go to a Jewish temple together? Like, I don't. I, no, that none of that makes logical sense to me. And then if I, I was to like actually go and be like a nice human being, I'm like, oh, fine, I can't wait for the temple. Um, and he told me he wasn't Jewish. I'd be like, can we just do anything else besides go to a Jewish temple? Because it's not my religion. It's not your religion. What are we going to do in the temple? Like, what are we going to do there? And I'm not really familiar with like the Jewish religion. I know about the Torah and stuff, but like, I don't have the proper wording. I don't, I'm not gonna be like allowed in this fucking Jewish temple. I would literally lose my mind and I would be like, 
I have to go home. Like, I have to go home. I don't know what it, I have to go home. I just got a fever. I have to go home. That was one of my favorite ones because I was like, this is real life. This really happens. Wow. I would genuinely, if I, like, say he was like, let's going in an Uber to a Jewish temple and I saw a Jewish temple, I'd be like, is this where we're going? And he's like, yeah, the Jewish temple. I would jump out the window. I would physically jump out the window. I'd be like, sir, Sarah, roll down the window. I need to jump. This is weird. This is fucking weird. The next one I have is a lot of he made me split the bill. And but this one really like sat with me different. He made me split the bill at the Cheesecake Factory. First of all, I'm not a fan of the Cheesecake Factory. Let's get so when I start shitting on the Cheesecake Factory, it's just simply because I'm not a fan of it. If I was at a dinner with a man and first of all, he pulled up to the Cheesecake Factory, I would be like, uh, do what the fuck? I would be like, this is our last date. Like, this is for sure our last date, but I'm going to get a free dinner out of it. Like, that's fine. For sure our last date. I'm not going to see this guy again because he wants to take me to the fucking Cheesecake Factory. In reality, yeah, not up to my standards. Like, I'd just be like, no, take me somewhere nicer, bitch. But the fact that he made you split the bill. First of all, why are men still splitting the bill in 2020? I, 2021, oh my God. I understand women, equal pay, all those things, and we want equal pay on all these things. But when you're trying to date me, if you, if you split the bill with me, you will never see me again. I don't give a fuck, okay? Because they have like one shot to impress me. And if you make me split a bill, I'm immediately going to look at you and be like, you're not up to my standards of what I want in a man. And you need to walk the fuck away from me. And we will never be speaking again. Because like, I don't want someone in their time of impressing me makes me split a bill. And like how uncomfortable and awkward, like, cause I know we all do the thing where like, I reach for my wallet and it's like, I'm reaching for it. And they're like, no, no, I got it. Imagine if he was like, no, pull it out. Come on, bitch, pull out the wallet. I would look at him dead in the eyes and be like, you are never seeing me again. And you're lucky I don't slash the fucking tires on your car, pulling up to the cheesecake factory and then making me split the damn bill. You guys are probably like, God, Libby, you're insane. That's a little bit crazy. Bitches, know your worth. It's 2021. Know your damn worth. If you don't even fuck with the Cheesecake Factory and then he's like, let's split the bill. If you date him, you're going to be splitting the bill forever. You're even going to be like taking over the bill forever. And I was a bitch that took over the bill forever. And I did it a whole relationship and I have never been more poor. Like I've never been more poor. And it just is like so just, I'm like, I look at him. I'm like, you're not even, you don't resemble a man to me. <laughs> You know those things, like I think you all listen and you're like, oh my God, I can't believe she said that. Those things will come back to haunt me and I'm fully aware of it and I still stand by what I said. But that was definitely one of those. This one was, this one was a little crazy. Met this girl off hinge, night ended with getting kicked out of the strip club and a car accident. Can you... Oh my God, you like go on this hinge date. You're like, just like going on a hinge date. You somehow end up at the strip club or if that was your date in general, you guys, end, you're in the strip club and then you get kicked out. First of all, my number one question is, what did you do to get kicked out of the strip club? Like what was the situation where you got kicked out of the strip club? And then my second question is, why did you guys choose to go to a strip club? I had a couple strip club submissions. Are strip clubs popping for dates these days? Like, I just feel like the music's loud. Girls are trying to touch, like, you, both of us. I'm like, I can't 
focus when I have a bad bitch titties in my face. I know you sure as fuck can't focus if you have a bad bitch with titties in your face. Like, what's the vibe here? Like, we can't really talk and have, like, a conversation and get to know each other when we both have bad bitches with titties in our face. Like, you're not going to get to know anyone really well. It just, like, blows my mind. I'm like, the strip club? Like, I understand after, like, a months of dating and then it's like all right babe i want to go to the strip club tonight like i want to see some bad bitches i want you to see some bad bitches but like couple first couple dates like i don't get it it's really confusing to me and then a car accident what what i would be like i genuinely would just look at this person and be like i can never see you again clearly you have some bad juju that like is not good you have bad energy something about you is fucked up and i'm not seeing you again and then i would walk my ass home is exactly what i would do the guy pinched my body fat on my arm and then gave me unsolicited health advice. Literally, what the fuck? I would look at, I would punch him straight in the face. I would punch him straight in the fucking face. I would literally hit him straight in the nose and I would be like, you can fucking choke. And I would walk away. I don't care. I would, I don't care if I get charged for assault. Good. And then I'm going to put on the record, he also called me a fat bitch, basically. So I'm going to punch him straight in the face. Like, duh. You guys are like anger issues. My mom's going to be listening to this and be like, Olivia, like, I can't believe your anger issues. No, don't call, like, don't pinch me, call me fat and not expect me not to punch you straight in the nose. Like, you know what you're saying. You know it's rude. You're giving me unsolicited health advice. You know what you're doing is wrong. You think I'm just going to sit there and be like, oh my God. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I needed this. No, I'm like, I'm punching you straight in the face. Like, it's. Just a given. He made me split a $30 tab at Dave and Buster's and we didn't even play games. Another situation I would look at him and be like, listen, it was bizarre of us to even go to Dave and Buster's and not play games. And it's really throwing me off as to who you are as a person. And then you want me to split $30. You just should not be dating, sir. You should not be dating, okay? You can't want to date a bad bitch and then look at me when the bill comes in. It's only $30. Usually my drinks are 60, okay? You got lucky tonight, sir. And I just think, look, we need to have a heart to heart here. Like, we're never going to see each other again. But for the future, just know you can't be doing this to women. It's wrong, okay? It's kind of weird. It's kind of sad. I understand if you're having money problems. Don't date or like do fun little picnics. Like that's a vibe. And I would give him advice. And I'd be like, listen, we're, we're totally never seeing each other again. Like I actually block my contact in front. Like I'm blocking you in front of you. Yes. But hey, buddy, like there's other ways to date if you don't really want to spend money. You know, I totally understand where you're coming from. And like that's so understandable if you have financial troubles. And if you don't, then you're really just fucking weird. Like, then you're just bizarre, and you shouldn't date in general. And I don't know what girl's going to be like, oh, my God, he's a fucking husband making me split the bill $30. Kind of bizarre. But I would be like, take this advice. I'm still blocking you. Great night. Great night. Don't want to be friends. Not the best night. Kind of lied when I said great night. And keep your shit moving, and you need to reevaluate. Therapy would even be, benef like, would benefit you a lot. And I'd walk away. I'd be a little bit nicer in that situation. I'd be like, hey, dude, you're kind of fucking weird, okay? I would be, I would tell him straight up, you are a little bit bizarre. This one. Went on a date with this super rich, bougie guy, and he asked me why my arms were so hairy. I have an issue with rich men. I know I always talk about getting you a rich man. Well, that's only because, like, I have a certain lifestyle. If they can't match my lifestyle, then we don't get along. Like, I provided a nice life for myself. I want them to be able to match it. Whatever. 
But when rich men, it goes back to my sugar baby days, do these, think that they can say whatever they want and do whatever they want because they have money. I like want to look at them and be like, you might have money, but your dick's still probably small, okay? Like you don't just get away with things just because you have money. That's not how life works, you know? It's not, if you're a shitty person and you have money, you're still not going to find great love or any, or even real love. The bitch will be lying and cheating on you. It's just a fact, okay? But the nerve, the nerve to look at, if he was to look at me like, why are your arms so hairy? I would look him dead in the eyes and I'd be like, I bet you have the smallest dick in America. And I would push my chair in and I would walk away. I just, I'm like, I'm not going to sit through a fucking dinner with you. Well, you just started it with an insult. Like you just, we started it with insults. No, then I'm going to finish it with an insult and I'm going to leave is what I'm going to do. I know I'm dramatic, I know I'm over the top, but I'm not gonna sit there and let any motherfucker just come at me any sort of way, cause we're on a date. I'm gonna be like, oh my, you got me fucked up. He forgot to buy tickets for a concert we were going to, so he brought me to Krispy Kreme. <laughs> like what? How do you, one, forget to buy tickets, two, Krispy Kreme? Like, I'm sorry, what do you, did you think I was going to be like, okay, oh, I was expecting to see Kendrick Lamar tonight, but Krispy Kreme, oh, it totally is like the same thing, same vibe, feels great. Like, at least be like, hey, I didn't get the tickets like I was supposed to, so instead I thought I could like give us our own concert, and then you like make a concert at your home, and like, I don't know, do something. Don't bring me to Krispy Kreme, because what I'm going to do is I'm going to order myself a dozen, you can F off, I'll pay for it myself. And then I'm going to Uber home. I'm going to have a night with myself, watch some movies, masturbate, and go to bed. Because I am not going to just chill with you in a Krispy Kreme parking lot when I thought I was seeing fucking Kendrick Lamar two hours before. Like, that's just, it's mind-blowing to me. And it's mind-blowing to me that men just get away with these things. I, like, if it was me in that situation, I would look at him and I would be like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to block your contact right now. I'm, you're going to watch me block it. I'm gonna go get my dozen, don't come after me, I will call the police, and I'm gonna Uber my ass home, and I'm gonna just have a night, I'm gonna have a me night, I'm gonna have a me night, I'm gonna do my own thing, okay? You need to fuck off. This one sits different with me, I'll tell you exactly why. Took me to the movies and asked if he can possibly hold my hand. This drives me in, I'm sorry, this drives me fucking nuts, I've had guys that were on dates where they're like i just want to kiss you so badly then do it like don't look at me and tell me that because every time they do that i'm like okay then just do it why do we have to have a full conversation and then they don't do it and then i'm like okay are you just gonna keep telling me you want me to you want to kiss me and then not fucking do it it's kind of bizarre like why do you just keep telling me about it and then you just don't do it like it makes it for me it's kind of like a huge turn off because it's like Boss the fuck up. I'm on a date with you. I clearly have interest in you. I'm speaking to you. I'm clearly fucking interested. Grab me, respectfully. Turn me over and kiss me if you want to kiss me. Don't keep looking at me and tell me you want to kiss me because that's not doing anything for the both of us. Because then at that point, I've said about five times, then just do it. You know, just if you want to do it, do it. Stop fucking telling me, okay? I don't need to know what you want to do. I understand respect-wise. I get like, I just really want to kiss you right now. And then I'd be like, okay, same. 
and then do it like oh that makes sense why did you just say it and now it's fucking weird and we just like stare at each other and it's like okay like he did just say this whole thing and now i have to care about his work i have to care about what he does for fucking work after he just blatantly looked at me and was like i want to kiss you right now and i was like okay do it doesn't do it and then i'm like so work like how's work it's just bizarre just fucking do it and then what 30 minutes later you look at me again i really want to kiss you right now oh my god I'm like, at that point, I'm like, I can't deal with it. And I don't want to deal with it. If you want to do something, fucking do it. If I gave you the okay, I could like verbally gave you the okay, then fucking kiss me. It's not that hard. Um, that got like really personal. That got like really intense. You guys are like, is everything okay? Cause that got really intense. I don't know. That shit just irritates me when some, cause I think I'm such like a, doer I do everything I say I'm gonna do so when someone's like I really want to do this and I'm like okay then do it and then they don't do it I'm like um okay what was the point of just like telling me that like what was the point of you just vocalizing your opinions like I gave a fuck okay no okay I was kidding there but like what is the point of you vocalizing your opinions I don't care just do it like what what are we waiting for I'm not getting any fucking younger once a guy pre-ordered burgers I'm vegetarian and when I told him he ate both just buddy take one home I like don't think I could sit there on a date and be like oh okay oh you're just gonna eat both of them and I'm not gonna eat like anything I guess and you're just gonna down a both take one home take one home just take one home give it to a homeless person you know, you didn't have to eat them both in front of me. Like, that's a lot of food. I don't care who you are. Like, I've seen men eat, but, like, that's a lot of fucking food. I'd be like, oh, my God. Okay, okay, you're doing it. You're doing it. You know what? Actually, props to you for, like, going through with it. I guess you were really fucking hungry. Like, go off. Go off. But, like, it's a little weird. A little bit bizarre. You know, a little bizarre. And you probably won't see me again because it made me uncomfortable or we'll laugh about it later you know that'll be one of those things either you laugh about it later if the date was good besides the fact that he ate two burgers or you'll be like babe you're like two years in the relationship being babe remember when you ate two burgers like it was kind of bizarre and he's gonna like tell you the real reason like why he did it maybe he felt pressure okay but like that's a little fucking weird like what like just save one for home or like give it to a homeless person like what is this Okay, everybody, that is it for your worst dates, my worst dates, worst dates in general. I hope you guys, I hope you guys liked the idea of this episode. I liked bringing you guys into it and incorporating you into the episode. Really did enjoy that. So maybe I'll do that a little bit more often. Let me know what you guys think. If you guys want more of me, my Instagram at it. Fuck. My Instagram is at she is Livy as well as my YouTube channel is it's Livy Bitch. Remember to subscribe and turn on those post notifications because the Bad Bitch Masterclass is launching February 14th, aka Valentine's Day, aka my favorite holiday. You're like, what? 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 Anyways, mind your business. Um, it's always been my favorite holiday, so fuck you. And yeah, everyone have a beautiful, blessed day. Just kidding. I didn't give you a midday matcha memo. My midday matcha memo is if you're on a date and something feels weird to you and you don't like it and you're just like, what is fucking happening? Leave. Get up and leave. Also, don't be afraid to vocalize your opinions on what you think and anything like that. Be yourself at all times. And if you're anything like me, I would be like, you need to get the fuck out of my face in some of these situations and just do it. Who cares? You know, you're not going to see that person again. 
block them. Let's be a little bit more friendly with the block button, okay? Some of us need to block a little bit more after situations like these. Block. You just don't need that energy in your life. Okay, I love every single one of you. You know where to find me if you want more of me. Have an amazing day, rest of your day, and stop dating fucking losers.